We are about 16 and a half minutes away from announcing another name in our Live for Free contest. In case you haven't heard about it, uh, we wanted to pay you back for all the times you've helped us out. So we're going to give away $10,000 so you can live for free for the rest of the year. What you got to do is download our app or visit our stream player, register, and put down the times you plan on listening. We're going to call a name six times each weekday, including once at 4.20 and once at 5.20 on the Lori and Julia show. You hear your name, you call within 10 minutes, and then you're not only do you get 100 bucks, you'll be eligible to win the grand prize of 10000 bucks. So go to MyTalk1071.com or the MyTalk app, and this is the part of the show where I throw it to myself. Shall we play It's time to play, we call it Pop Culture Jeopardy, even though I don't yeah. usually make you answer in the form of a question. We did it last week in honor of the late Alex Trebek. That but was to, a good one. It was pretty good. Uh, we'll yeah. see what we'll see how this one goes. Hopefully, you'll be able to hear. It's going to be all audio clues down the line here today. You guys are, in case you're just joining us, you guys are at home, quarantining yes, just so because be able to show us because picture. of a possible uh, uh, encounter with somebody, That's and you haven't you got go. your test mm-hmm. back yet. You're. Is there any chance that maybe you entered the wrong email or anything when you, when you signed no, up? No, I'm going crazy. Okay. I keep checking it. No, because they told me this is what they say. This your lab, the lab has received your kit. Good news, but expect an email notification in your results 24 to 72 hours. And the, it, and has it been 72 hours yet? No, it's been okay. 48. All right. So yeah, Julia is very impatient, and I gave you a VIP spitter. I gave you high hopes because my uh, results came back sooner than expected. But I'm sorry to do that to you. That was totally it. But the other thing that gave me, I I just have paid for them in the past, and you get them back the next day. So, and then you also we'll talk about this later. But you also did order that uh, from home. I have that too, but that will take another seventy-two. Save that for next time. Okay, so these are all, today's topic is, uh, has to do with home, because uh, you guys are working from home. These are movie quotes that have something to do with a home or a house, and we'll see if you can uh, name that movie okay. based, on the, um, based on the clue I gave you. All right. So we're going to start with this one. This is a 1982 Toby Hooper movie about a house. See if you can name it from this movie clip. That's the room my son and daughter used to occupy. We believe it's the heart of the house. This house has many hearts. Poltergeist. Yes. Poltergeist. It was that little lady. I I loved that little lady. That movie. I can't remember what her name was. That movie was freaky and cursed. It was something. And true story. Was it? Well, was there a house a built on house. an Indian burial ground somewhere? Or am I? Yeah, maybe I'm getting it mixed up with the Amityville horror. That was a real story. That was true. But there are poltergeists. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, we Ask have. A, we Dawn. have a, yeah, just, I was just going to say that we do have a ghost hunter on the uh, right. morning show. Um, okay, see if you can name this 2001 fantasy adventure movie by this movie quote from actor Sean Astin. This is that. This is what? Oh, this is... Uh, um, I take Lord Lord Avatar. Avatar. Uh, Lord It'll be the farthest away Lord from home I've oh. ever been. Yes, it was Lord of the Rings, okay. The Fellowship of the Ring, the first movie. I'm sure okay. Laurie was there seeing it in she IMAX. Saw those. I never saw one Did of Did you really see him, we took your We took your mom, and then she had to leave halfway through... 
because it was just too much was happening on screen. <laughs> you know, I remember really liking him back in the day, and then I took my like seven year old a couple years yeah. ago to see it, and I was like, this is too long. This is like three. I think oh, I went to the long. extended version, and it was like four right. hours long, and I, I had to leave. But, anyways, all right, we're going to stay in the um, Sean Astin category. Um, this Cycle. one is a 1993 movie about football. You all know what you Rudy, have to Rudy, do. Rudy, Rudy, yes. I got it. I got it. Remember? No, I got it. No, <laughs> I no totally Julia, got it. We said it at and the I same know. time then. No one. We both said Rudy. Did, Holly, did you get a, do you have a ruling over there? I, I'm going to rule Julia. Uh-oh. I knew it was oh. me. It was me, Lori. I can't believe it. I can't hear <laughs> a thing. My volume My is My kids have a dog name after him. I mean, really? Rudy, I, yeah. Rudy was a big part of our life. All right, well you got Rudy. it. You guys, you guys split the Sean Aston category, but uh, yes, we did. All right, and so, his mom was Patty Duke. Is I never even thought of that. That is true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, and John Aston, who you know kissed what's her name's arm in the Adams family, you know. Oh yes, Morticia. Morticia, Katamia, and then he'd kiss her arm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That I was just, his dad. I recently saw them on, like, Password on Buzzer. They were, like, the celebrity oh, celebrity couple. <laughs> they were each playing on different sides. That's, I love that game. That Password. is good. You know, is it, did you in that Michael J. Fox interview we heard yesterday, he said he spends a lot of his time watching that channel. The game or, show network. Yeah, he didn't say it by, it, yeah, by name, but I think it was joy. Buzzer. Because yeah, okay. that is just fun to watch. Well, that was the heyday, like the 60s and 70s for game shows. Really, even the 70s, they were cranking them out right and left. Yeah, those are fun. And the match game is still pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So It's two to one. I'm winning. All right, cool. Um, Just for a moment. It's momentarily. Okay. It'll go away. You guys are going to get this one. What, this is not, I'm not looking for the movie. What character are we hearing here portrayed by actress Billy Burke? Close your eyes. Linda the Good Witch. Catch your heels together three times. Lori, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Not really. That's and so easy. And think to yourself. I know. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Yeah, I mean, that's probably obviously the most famous home slash house right. movie quote of all time. I was trying to and think of it. And didn't you just think the first time you, I just remember just thinking Glinda was the most beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, when she came down in the bubble, the shoes, oh. the dress, even the way her voice. I remember my sister and I tried to talk like that. Oh, you know, she had that tremble. <laughs> we thought it was so fancy until no my mom told us to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> No, she was she was something. That dress. Billy Burke. Burke. I did not go down the rabbit hole of Billy Burke to see what else she was in. Maybe we can that we'll, could we'll be do a deep dive scandal. on her later, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe there will be some scandal. Okay. Here's a nineteen ninety Chris Columbus John Hughes movie featuring a precocious ten year old from the Chicago suburbs. Home alone. Yes. Yeah. I already. Re- oh God! I was gonna just say the word at the beginning of all this. Okay. Well, yeah. Julia wanted and to use- preempt. She just wanted I to did. say "Home Alone." I did. Yes. Because I, I knew there was gonna be a question. Here's yeah. the movie quote. This is my house. I have to defend it. So there you go. All right, uh, we're John done. Hughes made yeah. amazing movies. I guess I didn't know that he made Home Alone because mm-hmm. I always think of him with like 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Yeah, I think he wow. was the writer on that, but not the director, yes. whereas all those not other movies, he maybe did both. But Okay. 
Um, okay, so yeah, number six. These are all uh, movie quotes that have something to do with a home or a house in honor of Lori and Julia working from home this week. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg won an Oscar for her role in this 1991 movie. Oh, you just find a house to haunt. I already you said know? It. Get some chains and rattle them. As well. You said I ghost? Said I said it way before. Okay. Three to three. You did? Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, three to three. This is very tight. This is good. And we've this got, so that was question uh, six of nine. So we've got three left to decide this game. Name the future talk show host you'll hear in this 1982 clip. E.T. Drew Barrymore. Correct. Lori, I couldn't get it. I couldn't make that connection. E.T. Phone home. There she is. Drew Are you still watching her, Lori? I am. You know who she had on today? She had on uh, Charles and Diana, Emma Corrin, and whatever that guy is, is playing Charles. Oh yeah, it was it was good. I, I'm I'm still befuddled by um, the way she dresses. Is there an efficacy towards <laughs> her dressing the same? Well, platform way every day. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a boho prairie school yeah. teacher chic. It's mm-hmm. interesting. The efficacy of her pop- wardrobe designer is yes. still up for determination. It suits her. Yeah, but the boho chic is very in. That's always kind of been her thing. But now she's added sort of the school marm twist, which I don't understand. Well, I love a good jumper. Julia, she's single. She doesn't want to date, though. All right. So she's making sure that her clothes give that vibe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lots lots of buttons. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to stay... Pussy bow tie tops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots mm-hmm. of buttons. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not going to see any skin. All right, back to you, Rob. All right, thank Sorry. you. Thank you. Um, this is another talk show host talking about home in a movie. This is from a 2016 uh, Disney uh, Pixar film. <laughs> I remember it. I do. It's there. I, I know it is because yes. when I look at you, oh, I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I look at you Since and I, I'm home. I'm home. I'm home. Is she Dory? Yeah. I, yeah, I believe that's what it was. I did was love Finding Dory. Nemo. Oh my gosh, what's not to that, love? That was so good. Lori, it's five to three. You're kicking my butt. Apparently, I should have never told you how to turn up your headset on your computer that they had <laughs> buttons for volume. Okay, well, we'll make this <laughs> last one worth two points. Okay. Okay. Uh, what actor? Rocco, no, you're not. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm trying to keep it interesting here. Okay, fine. It's Do interesting it. It, the way it is. Julia kind of jinxed herself when she said she was winning so early true, on. True, true. I, I would I, never do that. Well, I said it's going to go away. But still, you jinxed it just by saying it. You God, have to be very superstitious. How come we're so competitive with each other after all these years? <laughs> because it's a game. All right, go, Racco. Um, are you fun like at board game night, Lori? Are you pretty competitive? Or I'm very you? competitive. Yeah. She's too, okay. yeah. I was. I'm and not. You, I'm oh, kind of the, Julia, yeah. you're a liar. <laughs> Why are you lying to people right now? You're very competitive. Oh, my gosh. All right, go Okay, Rocco. here it is. The big finish. What actor are we hearing here talking about home in this 2015 sci-fi film? Julia, we're home. Um, George Clooney. George Clooney, yeah. No. Oh, no. it's not? No, it's right. Oh, oh, uh, oh Matt Han Damon. Solo? Yes, who Matt plays, Damon. Who plays Matt Han Solo? Damon. Oh, Han Solo. Um, no, um, 
Harrison Ford. Yeah. Yes. Lori still right. won. He had a Her few chances. Sign up is, synapses or whatever were quicker than mine. Well, it was. I heard Chewy. Right. Yeah. That when that growl, and I'm like, oh no, that's on so loud. But at first, I thought it was Clooney and uh, Julia what's her Roberts. name. But I forgot he got fired Galaxy. off into space. Yeah, I never saw that. Soulless. Oh, it's terrible. Oh. Well, so when we come back in, we're going to give away some money. So you want to listen. That's uh, right. For your chance to win 100, then maybe 10,000. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly. Hey, Lori. Hey, Julia. It's time for a 520 Dirt Alert. And you know, we don't really have time to get to any stories before we give away a little money. So I'm going to toss it to Rocco for a little sounder. Yeah, that little sounder goes a little something like this. Uh, I hate this here, here, here. It is time to announce a live for free name. As you know, it's been a tough year. and We want you to live for free for the rest of 2020. And when I say you... I'm talking to you, Pam Stein of Mendota Heights. You're this hour's winner, Pam Stein. So call us at 651-641-1071 in the next 10 minutes. And if you do, we'll give you 100 bucks, and you'll be entered to win the grand prize of $10,000. Again, it's Pam Stein of Mendota Heights. And our number again is 651-641-1071, Pam Stein of Mendota Heights. All right, Pam. Pam Stein to call. Yes, you have 10 minutes, Pam, 651-641-1071 to call. Let's move to our uh, story here that's going to top the dirt alert this afternoon. It's about Naya Rivera's ex-husband, Ryan Dorsey. He's just filed a wrongful death suit on behalf of their son, Josie, in the wake of Naya's death earlier this year. Uh, So in this suit, he filed the paperwork yesterday in Ventura County, California. Uh, Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, they're complaining that Naya's death was preventable and that the boat Naya and her five-year-old son rented to sail around Lake Peru didn't comply with Coast Guard safety standards. The documents also claim that the vessel didn't have flotation devices, which are required by California law. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, you, it, this you, doesn't is, surprise me at all. That, that there's that, no uh, life remember, jackets? Oh, 
my well, gosh. I mean, Julia. That's why and, and also the fact that the way that boat drifted away, that the anchor wasn't. I mean, it's Lucy. You have to in a, in a, in a life or you know, they had, the, she died. You have to sue. Oh, you of course, do. but that there's no life jackets. That's just ridiculous. Right. It is pretty shocking. Uh, the documents also cite Lake Peru's history, deadly history, claiming that there wasn't a single sign anywhere warning of the lake's dangerous currents. Currents, yeah. yeah. Maybe that will get oh, changed, but yeah, ugh, yeah. It, it is really sad. They're going to make a settlement. They're just I don't I don't know why they didn't settle right away, but who knows? Yeah. So uh, Ryan Dorsey and Naya Rivera were married from 2014 to 2018, so they had quite a, a long relationship there. So mm-hmm. that's going to get settled. Lots of TV news this afternoon, including the return of Sybil Shepherd to TV. Ooh, what? what? Yes, she is going to star in a Showtime comedy uh, called I Love This For You. It's a comedy pilot created by Vanessa Bayer from Saturday Night Live. Molly Shannon is also going to be starring in this pilot. And apparently it's inspired by Vanessa's own past. She's going to play a character who survived childhood leukemia to fulfill a lifelong dream of becoming a home shopping host. Now, Sybil Shepard... Probably inspired by her co-star from SNL, Addie, you know, with Shrill, yes. or um, is it called Shrill? It's Shrill, it's Shrill. Yeah, and, um, you know, she's so funny, and she had a very funny part on the last arc of Will and Grace as the woman who was managing um, Meg, uh, Megan Mullally's Karen's baseball team. Oh, yeah. She, I she's never very saw funny. the last season. Okay. Oh, fun. Well, Sybil Shepard is going to be playing a character named Patricia. She's the icy and enigmatic CEO of a home shopping network. Oh, I can see that. She can do icy and enig... How do you say that word? Enigmatic. Yeah. Um, ergonomically correct. Yes. <laughs> What's our other word? Ed- efficiency. Effect- efficacy. Efficacy. Good lord. <laughs> you know, Lots words of, of the day. Yeah, so this is a this is just a pilot right now. Uh okay. so we'll see if it gets picked up by Showtime. But cool, love to have Sybil Shepherd back on TV. Her 90s Absolutely. sitcom was very underrated. With her Which and Christine one? Baranski, oh, Sybil. Oh, I oh, love that show. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Now, Rocco, do we have uh, someone yeah, that we you, need to talk to do you on mind the if phone? We chat quick to uh Pam of Mendota Heights. Let's do it. Hi Pam. Hi, Rocco. Hi, ladies. Hi, Pam. Hi. Hi. How excited are you? I am so excited. Thank you so much. I have listened to you. I have 13-year-old twins, and I found you guys when I was on maternity leave with them. So I have been a faithful listener all these years. I am super excited. Thank you so much. And we're going to pay it forward in some way. So thank you. Oh, congratulations, and thanks for hanging out with us. You bet. Thanks for all the entertainment. Love you guys. Yeah, if you win the, if you, if you win the 10 grand, what are you going to spend it on? Well, that's, um, I'm sure we can find some things in the house, but like I said, we've got a, lot of, we got a lot of people in the community and others who need little things right now, and so whatever we can do to kind of spread it around, if we win it, that's where it's going. So thank you guys uh, so much, because I feel lucky. I've got yeah. a spouse who's employed, so oh. there we go. Well, yeah. nice meeting you. And nice thank, to meet and, you. Thank you so much. Oh, We're my so gosh. Happy. Thank you. Oh, that's sweet. Yay. That's that a good is. one. Oh, fabulous. Oh, okay. Thanks, Pam. 
Sorry, I'll I'll turn up my mic. All right. There goes Rocco talking to Pam. You could be Pam tomorrow, but you got to go to mytalk1071.com. Get registered. Choose the times of day that you want to be listening to see if your name is called by Rocco tomorrow at 520. So you want to get that money. Uh, Another TV project that's happening over on ABC. uh, Waiting to Exhale is getting the reboot treatment on ABC. Okay, now wait a minute. That was a movie. Yeah. With... um. Whitney Houston was in that, That's wasn't she? Right. Yes. And Angela Bassett and okay. Yeah, so this movie, well, the TV show is being rebooted based that was first a book and then made into a movie. So this new reboot of Waiting to Exhale is going to center on a new generation of women. They're going to be the daughters of the original quartet in the movie. Love it. So this is going so to do I. This is a uh, uh going to be from the person who wrote Little Fires Everywhere. When They See Us, and Empire. Select. Mm. Oh, wow. So that's exciting, right? Very. Really oh, love TV. Uh, this well, is our lifeline. I, yes. <laughs> I mean, come on, really, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I saw that you uh, just retweeted, Lori, uh, is the owl from Rockefeller Center. Making headlines this afternoon. Julia, if you haven't seen this little owl, it is adorable. So the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree is up in Rockefeller Center. Now, people making fun of the Christmas tree because it was a hot mess. It's very Charlie Brown. So 2020. It is very Charlie Brown. But inside that Charlie Brown Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center is this little cute owl that workers found inside the tree. There, you know what is so weird is that one, I think GMA this morning had a whole thing on, they're called saw wet, wettle owls. They're the smallest owls ever might have been on. They had a whole thing about how they're kind of everywhere right now and they can't figure out why because they're usually born in the spring. Oh. I'm looking at their pictures. They, yeah. ad- adorable. They're like yeah. the size of a pen. Oh my gosh, they're darling. <laughs> Those are darling. Now, this baby bird was malnourished, and it's now currently at a wildlife center to get some fluids. It's been fed all the mice it can handle, and now it's in good shape. And uh, once the owl gets a clean bill of health, it's going to be released back into the wild. And it's named Rockefeller. Okay, that's cute. Oh, all right. Well, that's all the dirt. (sighs) Thank you, Holly. You're welcome. Let's go to my talk traffic this afternoon. Now, and then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Okay, so Julia, I have to yes. say I was a little panicked about vintage scandal today because I kind of have a little group of stories, but I keep them in a file at work. Right. And so I'm thinking, where am I going to get inspiration? And then I saw Beyonce's video. Because she dropped a new, um, her Ivy Park athleisure line. Yes. And it's basically, the video is so darling. It's on Instagram. She I called it, it. Bayrobics. Yeah, it's darling. But tell It's everyone. darling. And it's kind of everything 80s. There's even a retro remix of uh, Crazy in Love. But an homage to Jane Fonda. It's just amazing. And I thought, okay, Beyonce, Beyonce. Because I think... When you think about be any Beyonce scandal, what is the one scandal that comes to mind? Le, um, with her sister Solange in the elevator. That's right. That's exactly right. You think, when, okay. Well, when they almost broke up because Jay-Z cheated on her with Becky well, with the good hair. 
Yeah, Solange, but you're getting ahead of yourself with because okay. Becky and the good hair came after. Okay. After Solange physically attacked Jay Z, her brother-in-law, in an elevator after the 2014 Met Gala, and TMZ got the footage from whoever worked there and was watching that, and you know, sold it. And, it, you know, everyone was talking about it. And basically, was Jay-Z cheating? Was Solange nuts? Was it for publicity? And why didn't Beyonce, who was standing right there, step Stop in it. to break it up? Right. Well, the of course, he was cheating. And Solange learned about it. And there was no fallout because, basically, it that incident made that thing... She and, uh, you know, Jay-Z had a reckoning, you know, she did, she did songwriting about it, addressed it in Lemonade. I mean, they're stronger and better than ever. And they Solange a has a tour. successful solo career. Right. But there is, there was another uh, scandal around Beyonce. Her very first scandal was around Destiny's Child because now we go, remember, Beyonce's 39. She's been in the public eye basically for 20 years. Right. Um, and it was initially Beyonce Kelly Rowland, Latoya Luckett, and Latavia Robertson. And after catching the attention of a Columbia Records rep at one of those music showcases, mm -hmm. they signed a deal in 1996 and then went, they went on to release their breakout single, No, 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 the following year. And then they did their self-titled debut album, but it wasn't really, that was in 98, but in 1999, the Writings on the Wall album came out and that had Jumpin', 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 Bills, 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 Bugaboo, and Say My Name. And that's when they really exploded. Okay. But, and um, uh, in, in, in a biography on Beyonce, the author writes that it got so bad that Beyonce got death threats. Oh my gosh. And her mom said in an appearance on the CBS Morning Show years later that it was the worst experience of her life because it was so untrue that Beyonce caused the split and she took all the heat for everything. Beyonce herself later admitted that she fell into a depression because of the fallout with the two group members and she said, she told Vibe in 2001, for two weeks, I literally stayed in my room and didn't move. I felt I could not breathe. I had a nervous breakdown. It hurt so bad. And after processing what happened, Beyonce and Kelly hatched a plan to find new, I shouldn't say hatched a plan, but they were like, we're going to get, a, you know. We're going to uh, have a new group, new music. We're going to have a new group. And they decided on singers Farrah Franklin and Michelle Williams, who starred in the Say My Name video. And then Franklin left the group following her own dispute with Beyonce, but Michelle stuck around and enjoyed Destiny's Child until they disbanded in 2005. I mean, it's just a distant memory because, but, um, and her former group members have always said there's no love lost, but it's interesting how her dad, you know, like having your dad be the manager is such a fine, tricky line because... He probably did favor his daughter, and uh, he probably didn't even tell Beyonce that maybe he made the deal be so that she got more, you know what I mean? Some sure. kind of business. Yeah. But um, 
anyway. And of course, people just live for the hopeful possibility of a Destiny Child reunion, which we did get a little two minutes of at that Super Bowl. Yes, we did. Yes. Kind of the same kind of reunion we got with NSYNC. Yes. When Justin Timberlake did it. Yeah. So, um, anyway, but yeah, the two gals that were, you know, it's almost like in retrospect, they probably are kicking themselves that they made such a stink because they could have been so big. Yes. Yeah. That's they left right, right. Uh, they didn't like her dad. They didn't like his style, and we've kind of heard things about him. I mean, Beyonce had to fire him. Right. And um, they always... Didn't he uh, have um, a girlfriend and then have a baby with another girlfriend? Yes, he he was married to Tina, and his girlfriend had a baby. It was like what happened with Wendy Williams. Yeah. Oh, dear. And um, so anyway, I mean, Destiny's Child as a trio, just they were really, that was the most successful. But um, the other two gals that left, and you can see that how young they are, these early pictures. And we hear this story time and time again with a, with a group. That early beginning, like people either make it or break it. Got you it. Know? Yeah, no kidding. S- so they both tried to be, you know, do solo careers and all of that. But of course, Beyonce has gone on to be the uh, triple threat and really movies, music, now, you know, brand lifestyle brand, a person who's really looked up to and has She's documented everything all, uh, you know, for who knows how long. 18 hours a day. Yeah. 18 hours a day. Yeah. No. But, and then the other girl, uh, Farah, Farah Franklin, the other girl, she she kind of always talked around how Matthew basically was making passes at the gals. Yes. Yeah, well, you know, that's code when they were saying managerial style and they just didn't know... They just didn't, you know, it was kind of a, it was probably meant to all work out like that. But that is really, I'm glad to know that Beyonce's um, one and only scandal, at least so far at the age of 39, is the elevator. Because we just don't really care about the Destiny's Child earlier scandal. It wasn't her fault. No, right. Well, there we go. That was lovely. Well, we're straightening out a little scandal today, but it was really... It was a scandal rearrangement. Well, there was heat on, you know, TMZ about like, oh my gosh, who was the person that sold, you know, that sold that, that's the security, because they were coming out of, I don't know, a private residence? No, they were in a hotel, Lori. It was in a hotel. Was it a hotel? Yes, it was in a hotel that sold it. Yeah, it was a hotel. All right, so, but... That person probably got fired but didn't care because they got paid $50,000. Exactly. More than they were ever going to make. Right. Exactly. All right. All right. Okay. We didn't talk about this headline yet, you guys, and I'm just kind of going crazy with it. Okay. So Megan Trainer is pregnant. Okay. Okay. And um, she came out and revealed that she has sworn off having sex with her husband, Daryl Sabara, while pregnant with their first child which is due early 2021 and this is what she this is her quote and i want you guys reaction wait, wait can i guess julia i haven't read this story but is okay. it because she doesn't want um 
The shovel poking the head? Yeah, basically. But she says, <laughs> maybe, maybe this is weird. I mean, this just to me is so weird. She's 26 years old. But mentally, I can't have sex while our son is in between us. Yeah, she's she's worried that the one-eyed um, man is going to stare I mean, down her baby in his one open eye. Right, and she says, <laughs> I mean, all of my pregnancy apps say it feels really good, but all I can think about there is there's a boy in my belly. I mean, to me, it. I would think that first it all, would at least would you cross that my out mind. Why would you say that out loud, first of all? Well, people want to be relatable, and maybe she thinks she's expressing something that really a lot of people wonder about. Like I never well, thought this. Rocco, you did your wife? I don't, I don't ask remember. Her. It's, a, it's a blur, but, you know, there was but a ask ton ask of... her. Yeah, okay. Did you worry about it? Sometimes guys worry about well, I'm it. I'm sure you look it up. You, you read you know, further along. I'm sure at some point you look it up and you know what to expect when you're expecting and it says, oh, you're fine, go ahead, and then you go ahead. And people, in fact, do it more towards the end to have it, um, you know, well, stimulate. And but, yeah, and if you're somebody who practices, you know, safe sex or condoms and you, then you got like nine months to go without because you don't have to worry about pregnancy, exactly. right? Exactly. So it's a free-for-all. Oh, for crying out loud, look at how you... Gave us a depends on the position, the efficacy of the position. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, so I heard. Do you guys remember Charles Gruden? Gordon Gruden. Gruden. Yes. Yeah. Is he still alive? Hmm. I don't know. Do you know. remember how dry and funny he was? Yes, very. So dry. I heard an old cut of something today when he was sitting still down with alive. Johnny. He, eighty-five. I, he, he made me laugh. For some reason, the Beethoven movies were a big deal when my kids were younger, and I just feel like he was in those. But anyway, um, he was sitting down with Johnny Carson, and he was telling him a story about uh, why he got into acting. And he said, it's why I got into acting, why Warren Beatty got into acting, and why Mike Nichols got into acting is because we all went and saw the movie A Place in the Sun, with Montgomery Cliff oh. and Elizabeth Taylor and mm -hmm. Shelley Winters. And he said, here's this poor kid. This came out in 1951. Here's this poor boy hitchhiking and the most gorgeous woman in the world, Elizabeth Taylor, drives by in a white convertible. And she doesn't end up picking him up when he's hitchhiking. I think they meet later somewhere and yeah. start to have something, something goes on between them but they're like why wouldn't you get into acting because if it if acting could be like that we all want it in Isn't that funny um, you never hear yeah. that about modern day actors really anymore that i've right. heard like it was a movie one movie a place in the sun 1951 it's he a tragedy so, they they were dear friends until you know he died but he montgomery was such Clift? a good looking guy montgomery clift beautiful yeah, beyond but yeah, he got in like a beautiful. car accident or something and was disfigured and stuff or something, wasn't he? Or I can't remember how he died, but but I know Elizabeth Taylor was heartbroken because they really were dear friends. They also did Giant together. Yes, Laurie, you're right. And and she was as and she knew that he was, as they say in the Crown, something that is a very fifties saying, a friend of Dorothy's. 
Yes, that's what I thought. He was bisexual, wasn't he? I, I think he was a gay man, but you just okay. had to... I mean, maybe he was, but I mean, it's just so funny because you do hear that in The in the Crown. A friend of Dorothy's? A friend. Well, you know he's a friend of Dorothy's, which was a thing that people said like in the 40s and 50s so that they, you know, it was just a nice way or that way of saying it, a genteel way of saying that someone was, you know, gay. He died at the age of 45. Yeah. Um, I feel like In a this, car accident? No. Uh, I think he survived the car accident, but it, it changed his career, I think. Yeah, right. he was a heart ailment. Um, he's really misunderstood according to this website. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way... <laughs> Yeah. That could be a that could be a vintage scandal. I'm writing that there down go. next to the lady who was Glinda the Good Witch. Yeah, Billy Burke. Um, yes, Billy thank Burke. you. All right, Billy Burke and Montgomery Cliff. We're getting a long list, you guys. Yeah, we really are. What we do with those lists, who knows? By the way, the official movie title for Scream Five has been uh, unveiled. You guys will never guess what it's going to be titled. Scream Six. It would be it would be the fifth scream. Oh, the fifth scream. Cinco. Yeah, scream cinco. Mm. Scre this is so funny. All right, what is it? Screaming it's, aloud. That's a wrap on Scream, which I'm excited to announce is the official title of the next film. Nearly 25 years ago, when I wrote Screen, so it's just Scream again. Okay. So pretty, pretty. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. great news for everybody. There doesn't have to be a number on it, which is kind of good. I think marketing-wise, it's just got the mask. Uh, then we don't have to feel shame for going to so many of them. We can just say, like, we're starting over. I've never seen one. You haven't? <laughs> I think oh. I saw the first no. one. No, but my I don't kids like had, scary movies. We're in Even those screen kind of masks. A, that's kind of a horror comedy, right? Did, yeah. Were the sequels sort of in that same vein? Sort of humorous yeah, takes yeah, on yeah. I mean the movies. opening scene of Scream I mean it's Wes Craven he did Nightmare on Elm Street I know you guys are not uh, horror we didn't see that either <laughs> fans but I mean really like wow as far as the opening scene for Scary and of course Drew Barrymore has an epic first opening scene in Scream that's everybody's nightmare, which is what, Julia? Babysitting. And the phone <laughs> rings. The call that's is coming scary. from inside the house. Right, Rocco. Which is like, you know, the classic horror trope, right? Right. And it's so well done. So I'm excited that Scream is just going to be known as Scream. Oh, Scream 5 will that. just be Scream. But then people yeah. wonder, well, which one is this? No, they're going to know it's the new one because it's uh, the <laughs> new poster. I'll get the word out. Okay. Have a great hump night, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, Rocco. Thanks, Holly. Thanks, Laura. See you guys. Bye. Job done. Off you go. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. 
Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.